or afternoon or whatever you're listening to this because time is a social construct it doesn't mean much to any of us uh welcome back after a long time to the ksl.com campus report podcast i'm your host sean walker checking in from the bunker in my home in uh, utah county as we all try to make sense of this coronavirus pandemic hope you guys are uh Staying inside, staying safe, wash your hands regularly, uh, stay healthy. We're going to get through this together. Um, but uh, this is not a public health podcast. This is a primarily a uh, college football, college sports podcast. And I thought I'd get to you right now with a really interesting interview that I had uh, this week with uh, BYU cornerback Jalen Vickers. Who's, he's an East High grad, and he just returned home from a mission uh, for the LDS Church in New York City. Um, Jalen was, first of all, I'd, I'd like to thank Jalen for, for sitting down and talking with me for about a half hour or so. Uh, really fun conversation that we'll get to here, but he was, he was in New York City on a mission, um, serving in New Rochelle which those of you who have been following COVID-19 and the coronavirus pandemic know that New Rochelle was at one time considered a hotbed for the virus in New York City, um, which has uh, become, I believe, the, uh, the, the deadliest city from coronavirus in the United States. So this is where Jalen's coming back from and really interesting conversation I think we had from him just about coming home early from a mission what that means, kind of how the church got him out of there, and also what New York City is like right now, um, or at least as of two weeks ago when he got home. So we touched a little bit on football as well. He'll be returning to the football team soon enough. Uh, you'll get some of that conversation. But before we get there, I want to address the 800-pound elephant in the room that a lot of you are probably thinking about right now, and that's will we have a college football season this fall? Now, because of COVID-19, we've already seen the NCAA has canceled spring sports. The NCAA is currently on hiatus. Uh, all reports look like they're going to try to make it back by late May or June at best. Uh, Major League Soccer is in a similar position, et cetera, et cetera. It, we went over this rundown on, on the Jazz Notes podcast here on KSL.com. So go find that uh, if you want more conversation about all that. But now the question becomes... Are we as a country, as a society, are we able to get back to where we can have normal sporting events with 50, 60, 70, 80, 90,000 um, fans in the stands by this August or September, late August? Um, I, I think the answer everybody wants to say is yes, or hopefully at least, but there's definitely some doubt. Um, there are a lot of contingency plans going on right now over whether or not we need to shorten the season, reconfigure the season, maybe play the season on different dates, maybe have a date in the middle because the leader of the CDC uh, recently said that we could see this virus, this virus flare back up sometime in, in like October or November. So we, we just we don't know enough about coronavirus to really be able to accurately predict the schedule and the timetable that that it's going to leave us in and and without a vaccine i mean it, it could it could very well come back and threaten to overwhelm our public health system once again so uh really great story you can read it on ksl.com if you haven't already by by patrick hinahan 
uh, one of our regular contributors and columnists who talked to a lot of different sources. Brett McMurphy was was a chief figure in the piece. He talked to Utah Athletic Director Mark Harlan. Um, he talked to Gary Anderson at Utah State. Uh, he he mentioned some comments from former BYU coach Bronco Mendenhall, who's now at Virginia, who all but suggested that maybe we need to consider having a conference-only season. Um, I know that's definitely a contingency plan that college football leaders and athletic department leaders are looking at right now. But the thing I can say after talking with several higher-ups and coaches and ADs and whatnot, both locally and nationally, um, as well as some of my reporter friends, is a lot of these plans are just that. They're plans. Um, nobody wants to be totally left in a lurch. But there is a decent chance this college football season doesn't look totally normal from past years. So they're throwing a whole lot of ideas out there. Not all of them are going to get adopted, obviously. A lot of them are just going to – they're just going to sound like rumors right now because they're never going to come to pass. But there's a very real possibility that some sort of modification to the college football calendar has to be made. Uh, we're – the recruiting dead period has already been extended for another month. It's going to go through all of April and into May now. Junior day is essentially dead on college campuses everywhere. Uh, for that matter, we don't know when students are even going to be able to come back to campus. So many schools are shifting to an online-only model. Uh, BYU is obviously going all the way through spring term. They'll reevaluate before summer term and then obviously fall semester, whether or not they want to bring students back. But the general consensus that I get is, how can you have a college football season without college students? I think that's going to be the key in, in this determining factor. Um, as the universities go, I think the college football programs are going to go. So if they're back to a normal schedule and a normal timetable and they're able to do mostly normal things, I think we'll see a mostly normal college football season. Um, doesn't really do any of us any good to speculate more than that, but that's kind of my take. That's what I'm hearing. Pay attention to your university presidents, your chancellors, your college kids' schedules, and that sort of thing. I think that'll tell you a lot about where we're headed in the time of coronavirus. Um, so thanks for chatting with me, guys, for a couple minutes. Thanks for the download. As always, KSL Campus Report on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on a whole bunch of different places. You can find us on KSL.com. As always, go find a, go buy a couch if you can from the KSL Marketplace. I know this is a tough time for a lot of people. Uh, there are a lot of really good deals over there on the KSL.com Marketplace as well. And once again, thanks to returning now uh, and former LDS missionary, now returning BYU cornerback Jalen Vickers for sitting down and talking with me on today's podcast. Joining me now on the line, freshly returned from a mission, uh, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in New York City. Glad he's back home in Salt Lake City on the other side of the country, uh, and you'll understand why in just a minute, but here on the other end of the phone is uh, BYU, incoming BYU cornerback Jalen Vickers. Thanks so much for joining us for a couple of minutes on this call, Jalen. Of course, of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Jalen, you, what have the last couple of weeks been like for you? Because you 
you announced now a little more than a year ago that you were going to be serving a mission for the church. Uh, you got your call to New York City, and you had to think like, this is going to be great going to New York, you know, serving the Lord, preaching the gospel, getting to all, all of these crazy New Yorkers and that sort of thing. Um, and then not terribly long after you arrived, you kind of got thrown into a hot spot with COVID-19, the coronavirus, and just some crazy shutdowns. So what have, what has just the last few weeks been like for you, man? Man, it's been, it's honestly just been a roller coaster, I feel like. And for sure, just, just different emotions. I know, like when I first got the call, uh, just saying that I would have to go home uh, because of because of the virus and because I have asthma, I was, I was for sure heartbroken. Heartbroken. It was for sure uh, tough on me. Like I couldn't get any sleep. Uh, I was just up thinking. Uh, but I, as I thought about it, and as I uh, pondered on it, like I could see uh, why it was important for me to be home. And so, I found a lot of peace uh, just being home these uh, almost two weeks. And so it's been kind of just going from sad to happy, uh, just now being back with my family and uh, just getting. Uh, used to things now so it's been good though yeah when we hear a lot of things on this side of the country about what's going on in new york city and certainly our hearts and prayers go out to those folks over there where the uh, the pandemic is is raging on i think a lot worse than here in utah than we're seeing can you give us a i know you mentioned you've been home for a couple of weeks now but can you give us a little bit of insight into um just what things are like there what's what's the work like there for missionaries and also just people i mean are they how are they kind of holding up we hear obviously the worst you know um covid 19 diagnoses and death counts and that kind of thing but just just for most normal people what's it kind of like right right now being being in new york city uh when i was there like they they just completely shut everything like everything down like we couldn't we couldn't even go out as missionaries unless we were uh, working out or unless we had to go to the grocery store. But other than that, we're just at home. Uh, we were told just to, to uh, video call our people that we we're teaching and uh, just to find people through Facebook. It's like, as far as the people there, like the people, to be honest, people are still like outside doing normal things, uh, actually more than Utah, I would say. But I'm sure it got whole lot worse now so I think people are probably uh, calming down a little bit and finally going into their homes but but yeah as far as missionaries we couldn't do anything that that had to be um, a little while because here you thought you were going to be knocking on doors all day and now you're just tracking through Facebook and that kind of thing I guess yeah yep just trying to like find pages that like religious pages and see if we can uh, start something that way just by, just by talking to people and calling people and so but yeah just straight Facebook and calling people that we already teach you were the last area you were in in uh in New Rochelle New York uh, it's a little bit of a center of the the coronavirus crisis right now you exactly you mentioned several weeks ago I mean kind of like in the rest of the country we maybe people there and really all of us in the U.S., maybe we weren't taking this virus as seriously as we should have been. Um, yep. Was there a moment, do you think, being in that community where things kind of flipped a little bit to be like, okay, this is serious. Like, we got to get real, wash your hands regularly, stay inside if you're sick, that kind of thing. Like, 
do you remember at all kind of a moment where things sort of took a turn where they where they really changed um i would say like for me personally that just like when i got the call and they said because at first i didn't know how serious the virus was like returning to just like being a respiratory issue and so when i got the call saying that like i could be impacted by the virus because i had asthma it kind of took me up it kind of took me like for a turn and i kind of took it more serious serious than how i've been taking it like i started washing my hands more i started just being extra cautious of how i do things and so i can say just me personally that i for sure did take a turn in uh, how serious i take it and it was almost almost overnight like that like you got a call and and all of a sudden things were really really going down exactly yep yeah, I would, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's crazy. What, uh, when you got back here to Salt Lake, your family picked you up at the airport and everything. What What was your family like? What was kind of their reaction when they, when they went and got you there? Because I'm sure they've been hearing stuff on the news from back there yep. to have you, you know, back home and safe and that kind of thing. It was a little extra, extra special, I guess. Oh, man, it was, they were beyond, like, they were sad that I had to come home early but they were like me I have a very very close relationship with my with my sisters and my mom and so they were just beyond excited and beyond happy that I was home and that they could they could hug me again even though I was just gone for 10 months but but uh like I said our bond is tight and so they were they were just so happy and just so excited to see me speaking of a tight bond um and I hate to talk too much football during this conversation. <laughs> it's so much on the back burner in a lot of American minds. But um, you did you spent a year with the BYU football team. You were obviously a, a standout there at uh, at, at uh, East High School in, in Salt Lake, um, and everything. Played a year at BYU, and then decided to serve that mission. Have you heard from? Have you have you talked with your your coaches or any of your former teammates or that kind of thing since being home, just whether it's catching up or talking football or talking about when you can get started or anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've talked to, of course, uh, Coach Sataki and uh, my position coach, and I've talked to a few players, and I'm just trying to catch up with them and see uh, when there could be a time that we could meet up and uh, just catch up and just see how things have been going. But, but, yeah, the coach is just telling me that um, – that right now that I should just be patient because they're they're trying to figure things out of when uh, they're trying to get all these return missionaries back back on the field playing again and and so but yeah just right now I'm just being patient with them and uh, just seeing how things go from there. Coach Sitake seems like a guy from a media perspective and kind of an outsider perspective. He seems like a guy who gets more than just football. Um, yep. He has that more to life foundation. I guess that's kind of what it comes from. Um, yep. But it, but he he has a really good perspective of like there's more to life than just football. There's so much more exactly. just about serving the church, serving in your community, being good men, that kind of thing. What was sort exactly. of his? What was sort of the first thing that he talked to you about? You know, when you called him or when he called you was was it was it a lot of, you know, there's more than just football. We're glad you're safe. Kind of a message there. Uh, I think Tawani he just told me just how. Saw he was proud of me of uh, how he's excited for me just to be back, and uh, yeah, he just seemed really excited and just proud of me that I uh, served my mission even though with uh, all these circumstances and me having to come home. But, but yeah, for the most part, it just seemed like he was excited for me to be back. So, 
what uh what are some of your plans here i mean i guess you don't know everything but are you hoping to get back into school uh pretty soon pretty soon by the fall semester or are you kind of in just a wait and see approach uh i mean i i for sure wouldn't mind uh being back in school in fall but I also like just know the circumstances and uh just have to be honest with myself so like i wouldn't mind if i uh go back to school in the in january Plus, it would just give me more time to just get used to things and maybe uh, start working at a job and just better prepare my body uh, so I can be more into football shape before I go back and play. More in football shape. What what have you been doing for the last ten months? Just like hanging out on the couch or? <laughs> oh no, man! I've been I've actually I've actually worked out just about every day on my mission. Really. Uh, I started doing, I actually started doing yoga on my mission. Really? Uh, I actually changed my diet. Uh, for I've been I went vegan for like maybe two and a half months on my mission, and so okay. my body has changed a lot. Yeah. Actually, this is the best I've felt maybe like my entire life, and so but yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm yeah. so excited. My body has for sure changed, but it'll be good just to get back into the weight room because I've just been doing body weight stuff and just running yeah. and stuff. What what's a what's a typical missionary workout uh, look like in the five boroughs? Do you guys get any sorts of like homemade or handmade uh, weights in your apartment, or is it just a lot of push-ups, crunches, going for a run in the morning? Uh, yeah, it's for sure because not all the apartments have weights, so it's for sure just a lot of body weight stuff, like you said, push-up, crunches, squats, thing like things like that. But actually. Uh, my my last transfer in my mission, uh, the apartment I was at, they actually had a weight room. Oh, really? So I was able I was able to live for like a month straight, which was good before uh, returning home. So, uh, so that's why you look so swole right now. <laughs> <laughs> for those who have seen the photos that you that you uh, posted on Twitter at Jalen Vickers, I think it's a Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> I first I first saw that photo and I was like, this dude, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's he's getting big. I didn't realize that uh, BYU sent off a cornerback and they brought back a middle linebacker. But <laughs> yeah, I tried yeah. to keep my keep in shape. So yeah, trying trying to be the next Fred Warner right now. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, Jalen, like I said, I didn't want to talk too much football because there's just so much more important stuff right now. But it sounds like you're good. You're safe. Um, and your family's obviously excited to have you home. What did you learn during the last year-ish, just under a year, I guess, of uh, being able to serve a mission and and accomplish this goal that, that you've had to, to get out there? What did, what did the past year, I guess, teach you? Uh, I for sure, I for sure learned, like, just, like, the simple things, I feel like, like, just getting up every morning, I started my day off right, uh, praying, uh, reading my scriptures, uh, and just taking going to church more seriously. And I think, like, besides a little small thing, I think the biggest thing that I learned, though, was uh, just to rely more on Jesus Christ and to truly uh, seek him out and to allow him to help me out in my life. Because as you, like, as we know, like, we all have weaknesses and we all have downfalls and we all go through trials. And so, like, my, like my mission was hard at the beginning. But I, as I learned to rely on Jesus Christ and to uh, put him into my life more, uh, I, was, I was able to be made uh, stronger. And I became a better person out of it. And uh, I can say, like, my life has changed forever because of that. So, 
that's awesome. That 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 is that's amazing. And I think whether you whether you serve for one month or two years or whatever it is in between, I think that's that's a lesson that a lot of us can really learn from. Yep. For sure. Jalen Vickers, future star quarter cornerback for uh, BYU football, uh, recently returned from New York City. Glad you're glad you're back safe, man. And uh, can't wait to see you back on the football. Sir, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.